Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Do you know why we thank God for the sun? Many people, I'm sure they are complaining that today it's hot. But our pastor last week has taught us that we are different. Hallelujah. We are strange. And this is one of the strange things that we thank God because of the heat. Hallelujah. And we want to say, Lord, we thank you for your grace that today we are able or we manage to uh, uh, fulfill one of God's commandments. Like last week, our pastor has started a series, Holiness Code. Hallelujah. And one of his uh, code is that you must keep God's commandment, keep all God's commandment. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 3, the Bible says, Thou shalt respect or thou shalt fear every man's father and mother. And keep my Sabbath, for I am the Lord your God. Hallelujah. As you have come into the house of God, as you have come into God's Sabbath, you have kept God's command. And my pastor said we must keep all God's command. Hallelujah. And today we have kept at least one of God's command by coming to the house of the Lord. And I believe that our pastor today is continuing with the series Holiness Codes. This is a, the best series of this month, December. December. It's a man that you need to be taught to keep the commandment of God. Otherwise, it's not easy. You can testify. You can testify with me that you can easily lose it. You can easily not come to church because your uncles, they are back from Houghton. Your, man, your mother, your aunties have come together. It's not easy to come to church. Put your hands together. Let's welcome Bishop Napoleon Asia. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. We give you all the glory for the gift of life. We don't take it for granted, Lord. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your loving mercies that has brought us to where we are. Lord, we say to you alone be the glory. To you alone be the honor and the praise. We worship you. We adore you. We lift our hands, oh God, in adoration, in surrender to praise who you are and have been in our lives. We say this morning, have your way and let your will be done. Grant us a heart of understanding and let your word come to change our lives. May we not be the same because we came. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody put your hands together. And please be seated. In heavenly places. Hallelujah. All right. How many were here last week? 
anywhere. Oh, how many were here last week? How many almost came last week but you couldn't come? Okay. It's fantastic. I bring you greetings from my father and our father. Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's been a blessed week. Yeah. Throughout the week from uh, Tuesday, I was with him in a place called Maldives. Have you heard of Maldives? You've not heard of Maldives? Okay, when you make time, you, you need to search for where Maldives is. Yeah. It was a total blessing to be there with our father. So I'm just arriving from the airport and straight to church. <laughs> Hallelujah. It was a blessing. Amen. Amen. And I had a double blessing. I went with Qatar Airways. So when I was coming, I had a 12-hour uh, of layover. So I needed to be in Qatar for 12 hours. And within it, I could go and watch the World Cup. What a blessing. So I was supporting Morocco, and I was at the stands, and I was shouting and saying, the only Africa country. And we won. Yeah, one, one, one nil. It was, it was, you should have been there to see the... It, it's not simple. The, the fans, they have traveled from all over, the flags and all that. It's a blessing, amen. amen. And that blessing is in the family. So that blessing is coming over you. Amen. Receive that blessing. Amen. You are also flying. Amen. I say you are also flying. Amen. What is good for the shepherd is good for the sheep. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Bible says the shepherd goes before the sheep. Is that not what a shepherd does? So when you see your shepherd traveling, don't be angry. He's going before you so that he will tell you that it's a good place. Come on, come along, come along. So right somewhere, Maldives is a, a holiday destination. Your honeymoon can happen there. I'll be there. Yeah. I mean, there the sea is like a crystal glass. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, this is where world richest people go for uh, a holiday. What a blessing. Yeah. You see, this year we're saying something during the Thanksgiving convention. That saying thank you is a polite etiquette. Yeah. Saying thank you is polite etiquette. But being thankful... <laughs> You can say thank you and you are not thankful. But being thankful is a positive spiritual uh, quality that everybody must deserve, uh, uh, must desire to have. Hallelujah. Amen. Not to just say thank you, but be thankful. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And I pray that you wouldn't just say thank you in the presence of people, but even in the absence of the important person, 
you will remain thankful. Are you here? Yeah, that is a very good positive spiritual quality that you should have and will help you to uh, always be grateful because we saw the problems that abound when you are not grateful. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, like, as we were there, it was very nice. I mean, everybody was happy. Everybody was so grateful to God for our Father bringing us there. Okay, to, to, I mean, see and be where you can only imagine. You see, these people have the advert on CNN and all that. You, if you try, watch and see. But my prayer is that even as we have left and we've gone to be in our various countries and we will remain thankful. We'll be full of gratitude. Hallelujah. Yeah, it is not only in the presence of a great person that we need to say thank you, but when you are even away, being thankful. That is why it's not enough to say thank you. Thank you is a polite what? Etiquette. Let's all say it together. Thank you is a polite etiquette. Thank you is a polite etiquette. But being thankful is a positive spiritual quality that I must develop. Hallelujah. Even if you don't say thank you and you are thankful, it is going to end well. Hallelujah. Yeah, I think that the ills and the evils that come, it is after you've said thank you, but you are, you are not thankful. Are you here? Okay. So, uh, I came all the way to uh, continue what we started. Hallelujah. Amen. How many like the holiness code? Oh, the holiness code. Okay, so turn your Bibles with me, if you will, to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 14. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 14. Is it there in your Bible? Can we read it together? One, go. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see. Hallelujah. Can we take it again? One, go. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Hallelujah. So becoming holy or becoming special is not an option. If you belong to a special God, then you must be special. Is that not it? Yeah. And the Bible is teaching us clearly. The Bible is showing us clearly that holiness is a requirement in order to see God. Because God is special. So if you are not special, why are you going to see a special God? Are you here? It is just, I mean, simple understanding that you need to be special to be treated special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you here? Right here. Yeah. So God is special. His book is special. His spirit is special. That's why we have Holy Spirit, the Holy Son of God. Have you all read these things in the Bible, the Holy Son of God? And we said that the word holy means what? Special, consecrated, 
set apart, unique, dedicated, sacred. Are you here? So when we say that the Bible is a holy Bible, we are saying that it's a special book. It's a book that is set apart. It's a sacred book. Are you here? Yeah. So when you look at, we, we, we began to talk about so, so many things. God is special. And the Bible is showing us that in order to see God, God says that we should follow peace with all men and what? Holiness. You need to be special in order to see God. Without which no man shall see the Lord. Amen. Amen. So if you are going to follow and do what everybody is doing, then you are not special. You become special because you are set apart. Does your mother have a plate that is set apart that nobody uses until a special guest comes? How many have seen that? Is it, is it not a plate? It's a, but why is it, is it not used every day in the house? It's, it, yeah, it's special. It's set apart. Do, do you understand? Yeah. So that is how God wants you to be. You are just one of the people, ordinary people over there. But when you belong to God, God begins to make you special. God will begin to set you apart. God will begin to make you unique. Hallelujah. And he will begin like the plate. He will begin to use you to serve people. When people gather, when people are in pain, God can bring you as a special son or a daughter to come and talk to people. Hallelujah. And you need to respect that. If you really want to be used by God, if you really want to serve God and you want God to, I mean, use you, you cannot be ordinary. You need to allow God to uh, make you special. Hallelujah. Amen. And we said that companies, institutions, schools have code of conduct. Even if you are working or you are in school, is there not a code of co- conduct for your school? There's a dress code. There's a rules and regulation. You cannot go to a school then you are wearing a mufti. No, the school has a prescribed uniform. Every school has its uniform. Is that not it? Yeah, every school. Some schools, they go to assembly every morning. Some schools, they go to assembly once a week. Some schools, there are different things that they do there. It's a code of conduct. It's rules that are used to govern. So if you are going to be part of that school, then you will need to abide by those rules and laws. How many understand? Hello? Do you understand it so far? That is what it is. So if you belong to a special God who created the heaven and the earth, and you are going to um, serve him, then he will also want you to be special. Hallelujah. And by belonging to God, being born again, we read a scripture in Ephesians, how many remember? That when you are born again, 
you are righteous and truly in holy. How many remember? Yeah. So when you become born again, now you become a child of God. You become one of God's precious children. And God will have you to uh, uh, see who you are. Not as I mean, just an ordinary creation, but you become a son or a, a daughter of God. Amen. Amen. Okay. So what is it that makes us special? What are the rules? Maybe in your school, one of the rules is that you need to come at uh, 7 o'clock by 8, the, uh, the door or the gate is closed. Break is at this time. You don't, there, there are schools that you don't, you cannot wear a beard. You cannot wear a long hair. There are schools that you cannot wear earrings. It needs to be, yeah, very small. Is that not it? Yeah. It's not like that is the only earring, but that is what they have chosen. This is what you do if you are here. Yeah. Are, are you there? Right. Yeah, there are schools that you cannot keep long nails. Yeah. <laughs> I know a school that when you enter into grade 12, it's a boys' school, they shave all their hair to start off. It's a, a new thing for you. You can't even, whether you like it or not, Every one of them, they are shaving without hair. Everything. When you enter into grade 12. Are you here? It's their tradition. You cannot say anything. So when you also come to God and you belong to God, what are the things that makes you special? Are you here? These are the things that we need to be interested in. Because you can easily be special, you are born again in that sense. But you are not uh, uh, following the, the, the conduct, the code, the rules, or the discipline, what is going to make you special. Hallelujah. Amen. And we saw only five last week. What was the first one? The first holiness code was keep all the commandments of God. Is that not it? If you are going to be special to God, then you will need to keep his commandment. You will need to keep his rules. Hallelujah. Even in the house, if you are going to be special to your mom or your dad, it will be as a result of you obeying or keeping their rules. Amen? Amen. Number two, fear and respect your father and your mother. It's in Leviticus chapter 19, verse number 3. Are you there? If you are going to be special to God, God requires you to respect and fear your mother and your father. Hallelujah. It looks very simple. It looks very simple and straightforward. But there is a reason why. God put it as part of his holiness code, his command that if you are not going to do this, then you cannot be a special person to God. There are many people who don't see their fathers and their mothers in the right light. There are many people who think that their father is, I mean, a runaway man. And there are many people who think that their mother is a cake. 
There are people that would think that their mother is, I mean, old. There's no life in their mother the way. Yeah, there's no modern. Yeah, it's outdated. It's not up to the tax old school. And you, you may not say it, but the looks and your behavior and your conduct sends a message to your mother. And your mother feels it. And your mother senses it, that you don't respect her. You don't honor her because you don't like her ways. You don't choose her ways. But not only do you have your own way, but you despise her. So one day, a mother told the, the daughter, he said, I was more beautiful than you at your age. Hey. But I don't know whether the, uh, the girl understood it. <laughs> that means that you cannot be as beautiful as I am today when you get to my age. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of a case is that? By looking down on your mother. And in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says, Children, what? Obey. Obey. Honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with promise that it shall be well with you. So keeping the God's, the holiness code will even let it be well with you. Number three, do not worship idols. What are idols? Idols are the things that demand your time. Anything, your, your God is the thing that can command you. What is it that can command you to stand and you will stand? To sit and you will sit. To sleep and you will sleep. What is it that can command you? Hello? I'm saying that you said you shall not worship what? So, idols. I mean, I know, I know that everybody knows that. Oh, me, I don't have a lesser God. I don't have a muti. I don't have a shrine over there. But in principle, what are idols? Idols are lesser gods or little gods. That anything that can command can demand your time. What is it? Sometimes some of us, our idols are our children. Sometimes our idols can even be our friends. And as for the mobile phone, it's number one idol. <laughs> Somebody said, what about if we treated the Bible like our phone? What about if we treated the Bible like our phone? The way you look at your phone. What about if every now and then you read a single scripture? The way you are always checking whether somebody has sent you a test. The way you are always browsing. What about you are always checking a book to refresh your mind on some scripture? What about that? So I'm saying to you that this phone is our idol. If we can put this idol away, it demands our time. You see that somebody is late, but he's going back to, for, for the phone. You see the person is praying, but hears the phone ringing, then stop the prayer. It's like even the, the almighty God cannot get your attention. 
And sometimes, listen carefully, you can lose your job. You are with your boss. Or you are with your uh, husband. Or you are with the most important person in your life. And you have a call. Who can be as important as the almighty God? Who can be as important as your father? Or as your mother? Or as your husband? Or as anybody as your principal? Or as your boss in the workplace? Think about whoever is important to you. You are talking to the person and you have a phone call. They say, I'm sorry, can I take it? Do you understand? Then you go and pick some small... Even... If, not, if it's not even a straight call, who is as important as the one you are talking to? Could you not have finished? It will be a missed call so that you call the person back. But some people, the, 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 the God, when the phone rings, even if you are talking to God himself, it needs to stop and attend to this idol that we look at it in a glass. A, 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 a very unfortunate situation. May God deliver us. Amen. 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 Number four. Remember the poor in your midst. Leviticus chapter 19 verse number 10. Over here it said, when you are even plowing, you are harvesting, purposefully leave some of the grains. Is that not what the Bible says? Let's read it together. And thou shalt not glean thy vineyard, neither shalt thou gather every grape of thy vineyard. And thou shalt live for stranger. I am the Lord thy God. He said intentionally, intentionally leave some of the grapes. Intentionally. Did you understand? Yeah, so be purposeful intentionally. You may not have a farm. So, so it doesn't concern me. I don't have a farm. No. So what it means is that be intentional in giving to the poor. Amen. Amen. And when people ask for money, give them. Don't say that they are going to drink with it. It's up to them. You do what you can do. And when they are asking for money, Money is not only coins. Don't say that I don't have a coin. They ha- they ha- they- it's not coin. They are looking for money. Money is not in coins. Amen. Don't touch your this to say I don't have any coin. Who told you that it's only coins they are looking for? Give the person 200 rand and see whether he will not take it. I say give the beggar 120 or 150 Give the beggar 500 rand and see whether he will not take it. Has the beggar told you he doesn't take notes? Then you touch your pocket and say, I don't have coin. They are not looking for coin. They are looking for money. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Number five. Do not steal. Hey. That one. Tell somebody this one. It catches me. Hallelujah. This is where God even protests. This is where God even protests. He said, people have stolen up to the point that they are now robbing me. (laughs) 
people have stolen from each other. Now they have taken it to me. In Leviticus chapter 19, verse number 11, the Bible says, you, you shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie or um, lie one to another. Hallelujah. Amen. Stealing. Stealing. And I heard Bishop saying that, look, formerly he would not have associated this holiness code to a certain group of people. But like pastors, and, but now everyone you can see. Experience is a, is, is, is a master teacher. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Yeah. Pastors who don't pay tithe. Pastors. Yeah. I, what a shock. You may think that it's only church members that may forget one uh, once a month or something. Then you come and see that there's a pastor who doesn't pay. I'm not saying there's a pastor here in church. So that you begin to find out who, who, which one of the pastors. I think that all our pastors here pay tithe. Yeah, by the grace of God. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying that there are pastors. Even that there has come to a situation that there, there are pastors who even don't speak in tongues. And you wonder, how did he end up there? That's why in our world today, we have pastors who are homosexual. They've become reverend and even bishops. So it's like there is nothing that should be left with the members. If God is talking, they said, oh, it's for church members. Oh, no. Now there's nothing like it's for a church member. It's for every one of us. Hallelujah. Including myself. It's not like I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching also to me. Amen. It's the word of God to me and to us. Hallelujah. Amen. Number six. Number six. Holiness code number six. Do not tell lies and deceive people. Leviticus chapter 19 verse number 11. Ye shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie one to another. Do not tell lies and deceive people. Do not tell lies and deceive people. You know, when you tell lies, the effect of a lie is that you deceive. You think about whatever. Can you see the two um, fire extinguishers right there? What color is it? Red. It's red. Okay, so when uh, somebody tells you that oh, there are two fire extinguishers and they are black. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a, so if the, you are asked, oh, you have been told that there are two fire extinguishers in the front, they are black, try and pick it for me. You will never find it. Because you are deceived. A lie would deceive you. You see, like even the lie about money. Because they have told us lies about money. We are deceived. Many people think that it is money that will make you happy. Then they got the money and they notice that they were, the happiness did not come. That is why you can see that today in our world, the place that we are having the 
highest suicide rate is where there's a lot of money, where the World Bank is, Switzerland. They have yachts, they have buildings, they have everything that you are looking for. But they have found out that money does not satisfy. It's a lie. It's a lie to think that when you have a wife, then you will be happy. It's a lie. Hello? Fine protocol will not allow me to ask. Like I will call husbands and find out. It's a lie for you to think that when you have a husband, then you will be happy. How can a confused husband who is also looking for happiness be the source of all your trouble? The husband has come with all his problems. He's looking for somebody to blame for things he cannot do. How can, how will you think that when I get a husband, then my trouble is finished, then I will be happy forever and ever? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's not like that. Are you here? Yeah. Marriage is good. It's nice. And God commands us. That is how he has designed it. But it's not, it's not a panacea. It's not the, 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 the source to all your problem. It's not the... No, no, no. There are things that only God can help you with. And you even notice that in a marriage that has not got God as the foundation, the happiness is not even found. It's a fleeting, you cannot even find the happiness. Because everybody is independent and selfishly uh, exhibiting what they want to do. They are not controlled by the word of God. Uh, you have married a selfish man. And you're also a selfish woman. Where would the happiness come from? Are you here? Yeah. The lies, the lie. And some of us, we've told a lie to the extent that the lie has become your truth. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You were born in uh, 76, and you have changed it to 86. You have changed your name. You are using somebody's name, which is not your name. Yeah, yeah. Now you have done this so much that you believe that you, you were born in 86. You, are, you have believed the lie. Oh. You believe the lie. Are you here? May God have mercy on us. And you see, and these things are very, very subtle. But if you are going to be holy, the Bible says Satan is the father of all lies. But when we talk about lying, it is something that we all can lift our hands and we will say that, oh, yes, I lie. But it's not something we need to be proud of. We need to get lies and deception out of our lives. 
Can I hear loudest? Amen. Amen. Are we coming out of lies? Oh, yes. Are we coming out of deception? Oh, yes. What is about you that is not real? It means you have deceived us. Because when we see you, we see this nice person. We see this sweet person. We see this wonderful person. But in real life, you are not. So we are deceived. And Bible says that you shall not tell lies or deceive people. When we see, we think that you are tall. But in real life, you are short. Are you here? I think that as for the ladies, they, you deceive us always. You know, at a point I thought that ladies were born with a curly hair. Me, that was what I was thinking. I thought that all ladies were born like if you are a, a lady when they born you and you are grown, your your hair become curly. And but I did not know that it is. I mean, the treatment. You see, because the guys, we don't treat our hair, so it becomes kimpy and punky hair. So I thought that that is how a man's hair, a guy's hair should be. You get it? And a lady should have a softer, curly hair. No knowing that ladies also, their hair, if you're a lady and you don't attend to your hair, you'll be like a boy. And even now, the, the deception we have accepted, if you see somebody with a long hair, oh, I mean, and it's even now difficult even to know that it is artificial. Because they, they have, I don't know where they, what they do. They have done it, it blends, it blends, the skin, everything. You, you can't see. You can't see that they are wearing a wig. You can't see that the, the, the fingers are not theirs. You can't. I mean, are you here? May God help us. If you are going to be special to God, God says that come out of lies. Don't, you know, there are people who tell lies and there are people who act lies. Pretenders. Pretenders are like actors. They act lies. Have you watched a movie? Yeah. That's something you see a man doing. It's not him. Somebody can, he uses his hand to break this. Yeah, it's, it's not the one. Some of us, you have succeeded in deceiving us. I think that you are prayerful. Meanwhile, you are not prayerful. The church is becoming quiet. So you just find out. You just find out. What is it? What impression have you given me or us that is not true about yourself? Are you here? Yeah, and that's what, it's like, what you see should be what you, it is. There shouldn't be any, do you understand? Yeah, duality. 
there shouldn't be any duality. What you see is what you get. But there are people that can deceive you. When you see them, you think that this person is a good person. This person is a nice person. It's soft-spoken. Hey. But it's all a deception. You are deceived. And the Bible says about Lucifer, it said, who deceived the whole world? Do you remember Revelation chapter 12? Verse number 9. Bible says, and uh, what? Revelation chapter 12. Read the verse number. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. Which what? Deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. So let me tell you something. You see that the one qualification for being a a Satan, a great dragon, a devil, and a serpent was in the ability to deceive not some people. Yeah. So the level of demonic infiltration in your life is seen by how many people you are able to deceive. Hello. The more people you are able to deceive, it means that you are really demonic. Do you understand? Yeah, you can deceive two people, three people, but if you have been able to deceive the whole church, you've been able to deceive the whole community, a whole school. A whole country has been deceived. A whole continent. I mean, how many people you are able to deceive shows the, 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 the power of Satan, the deceiver working in you. So don't be happy that you are able to deceive a lot of It's like, oh, you are clever. But it shows rather that you are far from being where God wants you to be. You are full of demons, evil spirits because the great dragon was cast at the old serpent the devil, Satan, all these things are not nice which what deceived the whole world, amen Amen. so the more people you are able to deceive shows you shows you how demonic, how, how full of demons, you may not even feel like you are filled with demons. But I'm telling you that when you notice that you have deceived the whole people at your workplace, you have deceived your mother, you have deceived your work, you have deceived your school, you have deceived your... Then you are seeing somebody. There are people who... The lies work everywhere. It shows that there's something at work. Number... Holiness code number seven. Do not use God's name in vain. Do not use God's name in vain. Amen. Leviticus chapter 19, verse number 12. Ye, and ye shall not swear by my name falsely, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We should not use the name of God in vain. Even you, if you hear somebody calling you, 
your name. You're swearing with your, swearing with your name. How, how will you feel? Maybe imagine you, uh, you are called Vida. The person, somebody is trying to say Vida. I mean, the, any little thing then. Are you getting it? You, you drink water, you beg Vida. Hmm? You can't find your wallet, Vida. And the Vida we are talking about is a person. If the person is by you, how will she feel? I mean, how? You see, we, we, that is why the name of Jesus does not work for some people because we use the name in vain. We use the name in vain. Yeah. Because this is the name that at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess to the glory of the Father that Jesus is Lord. But you have used it. I mean, you have misused it. You have used it that it doesn't hold any value. Because when you call the name of Jesus, the attention it commands in heaven. Angels that need to be alert that you have just misused it to the sense that when you are mentioning the name, nobody even tends to. They know that, oh, it's one of his things. Have you heard the story of the boy who cried wolf? You cried wolf, 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 when there is no wolf. So the day that there is wolf, when you cry wolf, nobody comes to your help. That is how you misuse the name. You are buying... Uh, 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 what do you call it? Magunya and with Magunya beggar, and you notice that they have reduced the uh, the, the amount of beggar uh, the livers in the Magunya. Say Jesus. <laughs> what has Jesus got to do? Your, your magunya, magunya is still the same size, but the, uh, the liver that they put it in the middle, the quantity has been reduced. They say, Jesus. Hmm? How does, you see, so you use the name of God in vain. You go to the shop to buy a dress. You thought that it would be uh, 120. When you saw it, one say Jesus. <laughs> you can't find your five rand. Say Jesus. They're everywhere. It's like you are making. Do you understand? How many understand what I'm talking about? No, don't use. You just think about it. Just thinking about it that the name Jesus is even for your natural father or whatever. And see whether that's how you will use it. Won't there be a reverence? Won't there? Because are you going to call your father to come into the scene to see the amount of uh, liver they put in the Maguia? Everything you are calling your father. Yeah. No. 
Even as a good Christian, you need to refuse to watch movies that use the name of God in vain. Movies that they are swearing and using the name of God in vain. Refuse to watch it. Are you there? You went to the barber. The barber was cutting your hair. It went lower than you expected. You said, Jesus, what is he supposed to? It's been a habit. Are you coming along? So when you do this, at a point you see that the name of Jesus doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for you because you have used it in vain. Number number eight. Holiness code number eight. Do not cheat one uh, someone of his wages, nor hold it, hold on to it. Sorry. Holiness code number eight. Do not cheat someone of his wages, nor hold on to it. Leviticus chapter 19, verse. 13. Thou shalt not defraud thy neighbor, neither rob him. The wages of him that is hired shall not abide with thee all night until the morning. <laughs> Pay your workers. Are you here? Pay your workers. And don't hold on to monies that are not yours. This one, it says that the person that you have hired, if it is daily, don't say that, oh, I will pay, he has worked. At the end of the month, pay the person. If it's a daily, pay the person what you agreed. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't cheat. Don't cheat the person. You see, some people, I don't know what the problem is. They will never have a problem until they are paid for the work somebody has done. And they think that the person doesn't deserve a lot of money. But you see, the strength and what it takes for somebody to work from morning to evening, yeah. you, you don't think about until you need to pay the person. They say, that is a lot. About what has he done? <laughs> if you could do it, you, you wouldn't have needed the person's and God says that in order for you to be holy, special, make sure that you don't cheat people. Amen. Amen. You have a maid, you have a house help, you are a manager, so make sure you treat people fairly. The, the person has done over time. Pay the person over time. Yeah. It's the end of the month. We are already in December. Today is the 11th. November salary is not paid. It's, it's not proper. God is saying that if you are going to be special to me, then you need to do the right thing. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Don't cheat. Tell the person sitting by you, don't cheat. And don't hold on to it. You say, I will pay. But... You know, some, some people want to use your money to make money. Yeah, that is how they do. Because if you have 100 workers and you need to pay them, just let's do this calculation. You have 100 workers and you need to pay each one 20,000. 
How much does it come up to? 200,000, is it? Hello? 100 times 20 is what? Okay, so it will be 200,000. Yeah. So when the person sees that 200,000 is going to go off my account, he's finding a way. Oh, if I put 200,000 into just two weeks or one week, I can put it into fixed deposit for just one week. They may give me some interest for for they understand if you have a big amount it doesn't have to be a month or a year you can use it within a week so instead of the person paying you at the end of the month say that guys can i uh, uh, pay you in uh, next week the next week he wants to use your money for one week so that he will get even if they give him 20000 it's like, are you here? Right here? Yeah. And that is how many people behave. That's how many people behave. You enter into partnership. They say, bring your money. You, 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 you are going to find out that they are going to use your money to do things that you don't know about and get the interest. If you get even your money back, thank God. Those of us that are new and you think that you can make money very easily. If you can be rich very easily, why do you think that your father is not as rich and your mother is not as rich? You just want to be rich overnight. You can easily lose the little that you have. Somebody just tell you, bring this money, bring that money, all your savings, you have brought it in the name of in a year's time, you will have twice the ma- amount or whatever. Before you notice, even the money that you put in, you cannot have it. And sometimes when the confusion comes and they say, oh, we will repay, it will take forever for them to spoil the money paying is small, small. Are you here? Yeah. So God wants us to be clear to be clear that we are not cheating. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody, do not, cheat. do not cheat. Number nine. Be kind and considerate towards the handicap and never harm them. Hello? God says, because you are not disabled, you are not having any impediment. Make sure that you are kind and considerate to those who don't have the ability to hear like you can hear, who don't have the ability to see like you can see, who don't have the ability to walk like you can walk. Is it fair? It's fair. Yeah. We don't know what caused all those things, but all that God is saying is that if you want to be special to me, then be kind and considerate to those who are less fortunate, those with disabilities. Leviticus chapter 19, verse number 14. Are you there? Can we read it together? One go. Thou shalt not curse the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the blind, but shall fear the Lord thy God. I am the Lord. 
I mean, you are cursing a deaf person. The person doesn't even hear what you are saying about him. Hmm? What does that mean? It means that somebody who don't even have the privilege to understand what you are saying, you are harming. You are cursing the death. And you will be there smiling, thinking that you are a good person. Meanwhile, you are cursing the person. Oh, and what's the next one? Now put a stumbling block. The person even with eyes, even the person who can see, can, can, can either trip when you put a stumbling block there. And you have put a stumbling uh, block before the blind. Or you see a cripple walking there and say, ah, what is wrong with you? Can't you walk well? I mean, what are you saying? Is that the way to walk? He has not chosen. Uh, or you see a blind person, you are teasing, oh, he cannot. I mean, it's not nice. Are you here? In other words, God is saying that help those who are less fortunate. Hallelujah. Yeah. So God has special place in his heart for these people. So if you're also going to be a special person to God, then you need to make sure that you treat these people kindly. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can end with number 10. Holiness code number 10. Ensure that there is justice and fairness towards all men, no matter how rich or poor they are. Hmm. Verse number 15, Leviticus chapter 19. Can we read it together? One, go. Ye shall not... Amen. Amen. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. Are you there? Thou shalt not respect the person of the poor, nor honor the person of the mighty, but in righteousness shalt thou judge thy neighbor. Hallelujah. Amen. You can see that they will say that nobody should cross here. But this sign that says nobody should cross here is for the people without influence. The rules are for some people who don't have anyone in, in power. If you are wealthy and you are rich, the laws don't apply to you. Like somebody said, the prison is for the poor who don't have people to. You see a poor person has gone to steal. (laughs) A poor person has gone to steal a chicken and is, is being sentenced to four years. A poor person. He's going to see a chicken because Christmas is coming. He wants to see how he can also 
a poor person to make their children happy in the house. And they have sentenced him to four years in prison. And somebody has embezzled millions of rents that can buy how many chicken? And he's not even it's it's not even having a house arrest. It's moving. <laughs> Are you here? One day, a certain brothers they went to steal, and they were caught. And when they went to the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The court. The judge was sitting. Then he was asking them, what did you steal? Then the one said, oh, it was seven up. Then said, seven years. <laughs> I should go in seven years. Then the second one came. They said, what did you steal? So it was a sardine, you know. They asked when he opened how many were there, so the the uh, the fish was four, they said four years. <laughs> so the third one he stood do you know what he saw? <laughs> Big beans. <laughs> so he started running. <laughs> he started running. <laughs> if seven up has got seven years. <laughs> And, and this one had four, four years because there were four, yeah, four sardines in the tin. Then he looked at him, big beans, how many? He started, he started running. They said, no, they should bring him. He said, well, I said, no, he made a mistake. He want to change what he stole. Do you see all these things that we are talking? Somebody steals something small, he has so many. I'm talking about being fair, being fair, equity, the, the legal system. If you have money, it will, it, it's like your wrongs will be right, depending on the, even the quality of lawyer you can have. Yeah. But God says that you shall not have respect for the poor. Did you see it? Nor honor the person of the mighty. But in righteousness thou shalt judge thy neighbor. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. The last one, he says, holiness code number 11. Can we finish with this one? Do not spread rumors or bad stories. Yeah. I'm preaching. Let's end with this. Leviticus chapter 19, verse number 16. Thou shalt not go up and down as a tailbearer. Don't go up and down as a gossiper. Gossiping everywhere. As a tailbearer among thy people. Neither shall thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. I am the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 
ask the person, do you trade in stories? Can I tell you something? If you read uh, Ezekiel chapter 28, it talks about how uh, Lucifer fell. Ezekiel chapter 28, he said, oh, son of the morning, how art thou fallen? You get it? Uh-huh. And one of the things that Bible talks about Lucifer is that he traded. He said, your merchandise, he was trading. Yeah, your merchandise, your traffic, the merchandise was. And you will be surprised to know. Are you here? Okay. Listen carefully, we are closing. Listen carefully. You will be surprised. Can I tell you what Lucifer traded in? Oh, tell us. I thought that maybe you will be trading in goose, will be trading in silver. No. The business of Satan is he trades in stories, bad rumor. So anyone who is, that's why he will come and he will come to Adam and Eve and say, have you, Lucifer trade, trades in stories. Satan is the one who, his merchandise is not in silver, is not in gold, but is in rumors, spreading a false accusation, do you understand? Making people to be what they are not. So anytime you see somebody going around, going around telling stories, you even watch. Watch a lady that every message, every problem, her name is in. Every problem, her name is in. You are talking to the, I know somebody, everybody who has left this church is connected to her. Yo. She said this, yeah, I heard this, every, it will go and you see that somewhere she comes in. If you have a friend like that, you are seeing somebody who is uh, 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 Luciferian, satanic nature, tracing story. <coughs> and very soon you will hear that she has also spoken about you to another person. Anybody who is telling you things about other people, tells other people things about you also. Don't receive, I mean, uh, why have you sat down as a lady and all you want to do is to receive uh, complaints and have stories that are not true? How does it help you? How does it help you hearing stories about even me? They come and tell you about, so that what will you do? Will you rise up and pray for me? Have you finished praying for yourself? Anyone who comes with a story, have you heard? Tell them that I, have, I don't want to hear. I don't want to, don't want to hear. Don't come in. You are, uh, yeah, Luciferian, trading in stories. And there are people, that is their business. They trade in stories. Yeah. That's their speciality. How many ladies know somebody like that? Oh, you are not lifting your hand. How many know somebody that is the when she's around, the stories will begin to flow. The stories unending, unending, one story after the other. Have you heard this? Have you heard this? Hey, this one I don't know. I don't, I did not want to tell you unless you promise that you know. Hey, hey. 
one story after the other, one story after the other. There is nothing that this person is not in there. Oh, I heard this. Have you heard this? This person told this and reject this nature of Satan that has come over you. Reject it because it will not make you a holy girl or a holy boy. You will not be special to God. You can let ordinary people who don't know God do this by you. You are for God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Right yeah. Satan traded in stories. He came to Adam and he said, has God said this? Has God? I'm telling you, anyone who comes to cause you to doubt, even your parent, cause you to doubt where God has planted you, cause you to doubt who your pastor is, cause you to doubt the word of God, cause you to doubt. You know the truth, but they cause you to begin to doubt. They cause you to begin to doubt. There's something wrong with you. Why, if you are there and you are set up, always trying to hear something. You are always trying to, what do you want to hear? Read the Bible, you will hear what you need to know. Read the Bible. Bible is your source of information about things present and things to come. Why? You, you don't pray, you don't read. You are there. The stories you hear about, how does it help you? How does it help you? Hello? Hi. Ask the person by you that, how does it help you? When you get a bad story about me, how does it help you? All that will happen is that it will break the relationship. How? You see? Hello? Listen carefully. Listen carefully. See, look at the person sitting by you. Can you see how you are relating? When you go out and you hear something about a person and you come back, he has, she has not said anything wrong to you. He has not, you've not communicated. Suddenly your behavior and your attitude towards the person changes. And the person doesn't even know why. Oh. Meanwhile, before, I mean, the check, we were sitting together. You were, flow, you were flowing. Everything was okay. But the, the Satan, Lucifer, the great dragon, who trades in story. And do you know when Satan trades in story, the results, the first thing that happened was that it destroyed the beautiful relationship that God had with Adam. So you'll be there and think that, oh, it is nothing. The, even as I'm talking, you are there and say, oh, mm-hmm. but so, some stories we need to talk about. <laughs> Spreading rumor and bad stories. Not good stories to encourage one another. Are you here? I... I thought you were going to put the Ezekiel uh, there for me. Or the, the, the merchandise. Satan traded in stories. Traded in stories. You spoiled the relation. I mean, you, if, you, if you, you be honest to yourself, how did your relationship get spoiled with your friend? You just... Hello? As we close. As we close your good friend that you are no longer talking to. Your best friend, who is not your best friend any longer. How did the relationship get gospels? 
Is it not by stories and rumors of what she has said or what she has not said? Then is, is, is it not? Yeah. You watch the reason why you will find yourself to be where God has placed you. You are no longer there. Is true. A rumor. So, and rumor doesn't have any foundation. There are people that Satan uses like that. Reject every such rumor. Look at Ezekiel 26, 16. He said, but the multitude, by the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. And thou hast sinned. Merchandise, they are trading. He was talking about Lucifer. He said, by the, by, by the multitude, the numerous Multitude means plenty. People who always have a lot of stories. This person has said this. Have you heard this? You are seeing Satan moving about, trading in stories. Trading and selling stories. And people also buy the bad rumor. But if you are going to be a holy girl or a holy boy, somebody unique and special, strange, peculiar to God, Disease from having this nature. Hallelujah. Amen. I said disease from having this nature. Amen. Anytime you are speaking, let your word be founded on the word of God. Amen. Ask yourself, the whole scripture am I speaking from? What verse is this? Every word that you are speaking and whatever, there's a word of God that can help you to emphasize it. Hallelujah. Amen. And as you do that, God will bless you. I pray that we shall remain special to God, that we will be sacred, you will be uh, set apart, dedicated, unique, and holy to God. Lord, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for your mighty hand. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Stand to your feet and let us go. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. And thank you for the truth in your word. Thank you for the holiness code. Showing us what we need to do and we need to become in order to remain special to you. We belong to the household of God. And therefore, Lord, we thank you for giving us the holiness code, the things that we need to obey do in order to become. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now with our eyes closed, if you are here, somebody invited you or you came by yourself, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I don't want to enter next year the same as this year was. I want to give my life to Jesus. If this is what you are saying, please lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. Lift your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to be born again. God bless you. God bless you. Keep it lifted and I'll pray with you. Father, thank you for all who have lifted their hands. I pray that the grace of God that brings salvation will be their portion. In the name of Jesus. Please, if you've lifted your hand, move and come to me. Move and come to me. My sister, come. Yes. Come. Come, my sister. You lifted your hand. Please come. Come from the back, from everywhere. Come quickly. Come. God bless you. 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 God bless you.
God bless you. God bless you. Join them, my sister. Come. 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 If you are coming, come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Move and come quickly. You want to give your life to Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Please lift your two hands to the Lord in front and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I am sorry of all my sins. I am sorry of all my mistakes. From today, Jesus, I believe in you. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I receive you into my heart as the savior, the Lord, and the master over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. From now, I belong to you. I will follow you all the days of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. Say, Satan, from now, I don't belong to you. I belong to God. Therefore, whatever you have in me, I reject it. I refuse it. In the name of Jesus, I will follow Jesus all the days of my life. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.